we may be recording this on a Sunday, but you can make sweet love to the sound of our three voices any day. You're listening to Mark, Zach, and Brandon on the Nightmares podcast from Midwest Horror Network. Zach, what are we talking about today? I need a Corona. Dude, that was literally one of the most horrifying things I think I've ever heard. And I and and we we talk about horror movies for Good. a living. I did my job. I scared you. Yo, the ASMR community is gonna go ape shit over this. I swear to God. Oh, I didn't realize you were the government, Brandon. Uh... <laughs> anyway, Zach, what are we talking about today? Uh, horror television shows. All right, so we're talking about horror television shows. Mark is making Italian food, it looks like. Zach is drinking right now, and I've well, been drinking 26 hours, so <laughs> this is going to be one hell of a podcast. Dude, I'm having a vodka lemonade right now. Screw all of you. Vodka lemonade? Dude, what's wrong with you? Vodka? Fucking, fucking delicious, bro. Okay, so Mark's drinking vodka. Zach's drinking Corona. I've been up for, 20, for more than 24 hours. <laughs> At 24 hours, you are legally impaired, so... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so 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 we'll uh, Zach and I will do our best to, to catch up. Although Corona is basically piss water, so it, it that is what it looks like. Oh, it absolutely does look like it. But I mean, if ever there was a time to drink Corona, it's now. <laughs> Zach, talk about these fucking television shows, please. Oh my God, where the fuck do I begin? This is like the worst topic for me because you don't watch TV. No, I really don't, and it's like and you don't watch horror. Motherfucker, I watch horror all the goddamn time. <laughs> but no, horror television shows, I'm such a picky son of a bitch when it comes to TV in general. Like, you have to go through hell and high water to get me to sit down and start something. But here's the thing. Once I start something, I usually either want to finish it or feel obligated to finish it. It's just the starting process. Like, Brandon can tell you, it takes him forever to get me to sit down and watch something. Like, he finally got me watching Seinfeld after many a year. We're surprisingly watching Seinfeld right now. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm so happy that, that Zach finds it funny. Yeah. What was the show we did before that? Uh, fuck, what was the show we did before that? Preacher. No. No, it was after that. He put me through Preacher, and I... Oh. Uh, I, I, uh, Speaking of which, Mark, have you started it yet? No, not yet. Don't the, do it. The, the, <laughs> I, I, dude, I, I started the show that that we're talking that I'm going to talk about in the podcast. So, the I'm in the oh. midst of that right now. Mark's going to tell everybody publicly on this podcast that I was right. <laughs> yes, I'm going to tell no him. Avoiding this one, Mark. <laughs> oh, Son of a bitch. Every time you tell Brandon he's right, he never lets it go for at least you know a month. That's because he's an egotistical maniac. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm glad he admits it. So, anyway, Zach, so so you got to have something with with us, brother. Something you can chat about. You know, the really fucked up thing is most of the horror shows I watched, I watched when I was a kid. So there was like, um, you got Goosebumps, Are You Afraid of the Dark, which are your bare bones, basic children horror shows. I remember watching Buffy with my mom. Same with Charmed, but I barely remember them. I have a love hate relationship with Buffy. It's it, it it can be good, but then other times it's not. Uh, let's see. They're supernatural, but I don't know if I'd really consider that horror. It's, I would. It, it's it's a good show, but I don't know. It, it's it doesn't really feel horror to me. It feels more action drama than anything else. Like I'm never scared watching it. Is the thing. Or I but never you're never you're never scared. You're never scared watching horror. Period. Uh, that is a very fair point. But there is one show that is really 
really fucking awesome. And it does the horror television show right. It's probably one of the very few that does it that's been released within the past 20 fucking years. And it's called Ash vs. Evil Dead. I know you're going there. Watch this show, you're wrong. It is a crime against humanity not to watch this show. In fact, it's the reason why the goddamn show got can't. Well, actually, it's part of the reason. Pirates are part of the reason. You're, you're horrible people. Cough, cough. Don't cough. Coronavirus. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Corona. Hey, cheers. <laughs> but yeah, Ash vs. Evil Dead. There's three seasons in total. It got canceled after the third season, which is very disappointing. We might actually be getting a video game, I believe. Yeah. I've been hearing okay. sparse rumors about it. I'm not sure if it's true or not, but I'm hoping it is. Uh, and there have been Evil Dead video games in the past. And those were really fun. I fully recommend playing those. But um, Okay, fair enough. This is Evil Dead. It's, it's bloody, it's gory, it's hilarious, it's awesome, it's action-packed, it's epic, and it's everything you want in your uh, Evil Dead uh, television show. So Dude, of all this... the shows I could recommend, that would be the biggest one. There were so many. Uh, fuck. <laughs> what, which one? I asked him what his favorite episodes are. Dude, there's there's a lot of good ones, and that's a that's a funny ass show, dude. I, like one of the one of the things, like I can watch it a hundred times, and the one line, uh, one of the lines from the episode when uh, when he, uh, Ash punches the mother in the face, and he, oh, yeah. and he he's like he's like, oh my god, I am so glad she's a dead eye. Otherwise, this would have been really awkward. No, like, it was like, oh good, I was almost trying to feel like a dick. <laughs> I think one of my favorite moments is when um. So him and his dad are finally starting to get along <laughs> and his car is possessed. And then out of nowhere, it's just like they're having this really great moment. And then I don't know where. Emotional wham! moment. <laughs> it's like, what the And fuck? like, you know it's coming and that's what makes it so great. It's like, oh, this is gonna suck and bow. It's like, damn. Dude, I'm a, I'm a big fan of that show. That show is fucking hilarious. Dude, that, that whole scene with the dolls. Um, and that was like in season one. Yeah, probably days we're gonna get one of those damn things. The, me, Brandon, and Wes have been saying for the longest time we're gonna buy that fucking thing. Like after we saw the show, we immediately looked it up. It's like nothing. It's available. <laughs> Actually, after the show got canceled, they did put a whole bunch of props and costumes up on eBay, oh. and I did put a bid in for the Ashy Slashy puppet. And damn, did I get outfitted? <laughs> How many grand? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> He's that embarrassed that he didn't, didn't make it. I've like... lost many times in my life, but there are only a handful of times where I've had epic loses, and that's one of those few times. I don't want to talk about it. His shotgun chainsaw is probably the only prop I would have put in like a grand for if I had it. It's like, I want this, especially the shotgun. It <laughs> is worth way more than a grand. It's a boomstick. <laughs> Yeah, this is my boomstick. The uh, you know it's because it, you do the ritual exactly right. Well, I I, I, I kind of did it exactly. <laughs> Every little syllable. The uh... <laughs> um that is definitely my favorite horror television show of all time. There are two that I really want to watch, but I haven't been able to get a hold of them. Friday the Thirteenth, the series. It's on DVD. It's on DVD, but I re here's the thing. I know when I buy it on DVD, there's going to be some bullshit that comes out, and we got the 4K or Blu-ray collection right here for you. It's like, you sons there's of There's never going to be a 4K of that series. I could dream. Um, but I know as soon as I, I – here's the thing. Every time I go to buy the series on, like, eBay or something where I see it's available, it's always sold out. I'm like, you motherfuckers. 
but that's one. And then Freddy's Nightmares. That's the main one I want to watch. I hear it starts off good and then proceeds into the realm of being fucking terrible, but I still want to watch it. I love Nightmare on Elm Street, and I hear they got pretty fucking creative, at least in the first few episodes, but I want to see it for myself. And there's no real place you can buy the whole series, let alone find it from my understanding. Episodes 2 and 3 are on the Special Features DVD in the Blu-ray box set, and I'm really disappointed that they didn't include the pilot because the pilot was basically Freddy's origin directed by Toby Hooper. And that's really the only episode people like. It's funny because I hear that the way the series go, at least in terms of quality, is the first episode starts off great. The quality is amazing. And then as the series progresses, you can see the quality just go down this huge slope. And it's like, well, like what the... Like for adults. Um, yeah. Goosebumps at least has a bump in the road occasionally. Uh, Freddy's Nightmares, it just goes... And we can see the moment when they ran out of money. Look at that. The uh, it's, it's, it's a bell, it's a yeah. shitty bell shaped curve. The um, I go. Oh, there's the money. There go. There it goes. This is when the producer spent extra money on cocaine. The uh, it happens. The uh, what are you gonna do? Um, it, it's weird, but yeah. Um, those are definitely the two shows I would like to see the most. It's just a pain in the ass to fucking buy them. Um, other than that, I mean. Creep show is good. Oh. Yeah. Creep show, show is good. The yeah. uh, no, I will definitely give you that. Especially the, the the new version of it's pretty damn good, dude. I'm sure uh, will talk about that when we get to uh, his uh, portion. Maybe, maybe. Oh. Ooh. Keyword, maybe. Ooh, ooh, dude. Hey, um, uh, the I, I'm I love what we're doing with Goosebumps, though. Um, I know that's kind of our decompressing, um, uh, you know, thing that we do to watch a Goosebumps episodes. It's fun to to go back. You realize after that's done, we have to go to the Are You Afraid of the Dark series um, and mean, start watching and start watching that. I'm very much looking forward to doing our Goosebumps analysis uh, podcast slash episode slash so series. We've been talking whatever. about amongst each other for over a year now. I mean, we're going to do it. We just got to finish the series first and then, you know, completely restart it so we can do the series. Dude, there's some episodes, man. I don't know if I can get through again. <laughs> just gonna drive down here because it's like you don't have corona we don't have corona we may as well just start this dude it, uh, dude like Back they're holding a corona i mean we have a corona but we don't have the corona i've seen the fridge zach it's more than just a corona yeah <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> versus versus my sharona sharona's overrated corona nobody even at. knows what that is mark <laughs> anyway, so um, open our fridge door. All you hear are beer bottles of Corona just rattle because I bought them as a joke like a month ago, and then I just never drank them because I rarely drink, especially when I'm like by myself. It's like drinking alone is just kind of depressing. Drinking with the group is great, but I can't be in a fucking group anymore. Yeah, me. Yeah, but you don't drink. I know. <laughs> But he's, he's sleep deprived, deprived right now, so that's close enough, I, I mean, I guess it's just like I just got to keep him up for 24 hours, then I can grab a corona, and we'll be on equal terms! <laughs> Yay! Psychosis together! The, uh, the, um, uh, dude, um, uh, yeah, there's some episodes of Goosebumps, bro, I don't know if I can get through again. There's some that I, I want to see right away, but there's some I just can't get through. Dude, I... Like, like I, I'll, I'll watch Hey Kid Got the Time and, and the fucking Doctor Face. I'll watch yeah. that hundreds of times. the Mummy, though, is kind of a... Oh, God. That... Fucking Mummies, all right. 
The, no, it's I, funny. The most, like, holy shit moment of that show was the Hey Kid Got the Time moment. It's like, oh my god! Stranger danger! Stranger danger! <laughs> dude, and, and do the fucking doctor's face, man. Dude, I have to go. I'm going tonight, and I'm going to go on Netflix. I'm going to screenshot that fucking face. The um because that's one of the best reactionary faces I, I think I've ever seen. It, well, it, I dare you to make that screenshot your Facebook profile pick for the duration of the coronavirus quarantine shelter in place. Oh, the I think people will wonder what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> I know. Has Mark completely lost his fucking mind yet? Yes, yes, I have. <laughs> the, uh, but no more than Brandon has. So you know, the uh, as as we all look into the void of uh, of emptiness, <laughs> that's just sad. Anyway, we just want things to get you know somewhat back to normal, so we can start filming, doing fun shit again, going out, living a life instead of being. Look, this 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 whole fucking quarantine has been both a blessing and a curse. I'm lucky enough to still be working right now, but it's like. I have played and bought more video games in the past month than I did all of last year. The, and it uh, feels fucking weird because it's just like, oh, I get to do all this shit that I keep saying, man, I wish I had more time to do this. Now this is all I can fucking do. And I'm like, God damn, I want to get back to work. Dude, when Zach leaves his room, he's like, why are my thumbs still moving? I can't control them. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's 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 crazy, but yeah, um, uh, Goosebumps is fun. Check it out. It's a it's a fun childhood. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I guess that's my uh, television show thing. Um, favorite episodes of Goosebumps. Favorite episodes of Goosebumps. Oh, uh, oh, oh, fucking um, uh, dummy episode with uh, Hayden Christensen so far. Only because of that reason. <laughs> We've only watched part one. We I left ourselves on a cliffhanger. Look, I don't care. I still love it. Um, I, I, I gotta say this though a very interesting fact about Goosebumps all the kids are dicks in that there's at least two or three dickhead kids in that show there's, every episode there's that and there's an ex so much ADR like oh yeah oh, the it's, ADR it's, is horrendous it's once you notice it you're just like oh my god and some of these kids are just like is that your real voice did you get puberty between the shooting of this episode or something like that because uh your voice does not match your body type. I, I gotta say, how can like watching a Square Enix game cutscene or something like that? And then, and then they, they, they hide the Canadian accents. That could be it too. Which, which is hilarious because they say "fucking a" all the time and about. How many? I can't tell you how many times. Yeah, what he about, said. I, I can't tell you how many fucking times people said "about" in that show. But like, <laughs> hey, we're American kids, eh? Um, uh, the uh, we, we we would go to school and go about. The, uh, I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> That's silly. Stop it's a it. Goddamn lie, and you know it. <laughs> it, is, it is a lie, and you know it. Somebody get ADR on this kid because this is ridiculous. And then also, of course, fog machines. How could we forget fog machines? Oh, the fog machines. The um, one of those episodes, like, no, you know what? I, I guess it's what's more disappointing is I think the only thing that I'm disappointed about that is that we didn't have an opportunity to record all of our commentary because our commentary is fucking hilarious. The uh, all the jokes I'm that sure it's not as funny as we think it is. You know, it's going to be one of those. As long as it entertains us, ourselves watching the episodes because we it's been so long since we've started that it's going to be refreshed. It's just like what the fuck, like going through it a second time. I'm sure we're we're going to notice even more. 
Oh yeah, of course. You know, even so, more fog machines. You know, just love that whole like, that quote we came up with and everything else. Like direct, the director from every Goosebumps episode walks onto the set and he's like, 15 more smoke machines, otherwise I walk." <laughs> Dude, it's 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 it's. And Brandon's like, "Yep, yep, yeah. yep." That is I an actor. Really look forward to comparing Goosebumps to "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" because it's been so long since I've seen "Are You Afraid?" Uh, "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" is probably before we watched Goosebumps. That was the most recent one I'd seen from the two because it's been sure. fucking forever since I'd seen Goosebumps episodes. Okay, here's we started. here's the thing. I had this conversation with Sarah about this. Is that the thing? The problem I'm worried about is like I always remember Goosebumps being silly. Like it always had an element of silly in it. Um, it was always like very colorful. It was always kind of silly. Like, are you afraid of the dark? Was was way more serious. And I'm afraid when we watch it, it's gonna be awful. Like it, when we watch it, we're gonna be like, oh, this is just bad. If that's the case. I'm sure it's gonna be 25 percent. Holy shit, that's deep. And 75 percent. Wow, this is fucking terrible. <laughs> I did watch a couple episodes shortly after I graduated, and production values are a lot better than Goosebumps. Um, oh, for sure. It's aiming yeah. for slightly older kids as its target audience. Um, and I would say it probably, like, they, they kind of felt like five minute short films stretched out to a half hour. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot more dead air, but because it is going trying to be more serious than Goosebumps, I mean Goosebumps has its dead air too, but there's a lot of ridiculous stuff happening in that dead air. Whereas in Ori the Fred the Dark, it, the dead air kind of felt like dead air. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. The um, I remember that was like six years ago. I watched those, and I don't even remember what episodes they were. So there yeah, we go. This when you graduated, it's been a long time. Dude, I, I do remember some very genuinely, but it's been, you know, since I was much younger, but I do generally remember some very, you know, kind of scary episodes and almost to the point where I'm like, I don't think I should be watching this. Um, they, like, they, I'm surprised this is allowed on children's television. I'm sure if I watched it now, it would be nowhere near what I thought it was. But there were some times I was like, I don't know. I don't think I should be watching this. I don't think, I don't think that this should be allowed on children's television, but you know, I don't know. You also got to understand, children were exposed to more adult things back then, and I think it was a good thing. Like, look at Gargoyles. Like, any of the original cartoons on Cartoon Network are one Saturday morning, and compare them to the shit they kids get now, it's like oh, night and day. Nothing. A Ren and Stimpy an animating act. Remember Ren and Stimpy's adult party cartoon show? Oh. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure it's quite something. Um... You have no idea. That that's the one that probably took the line a little too far. Not for kids, Zach. No, it is not. <laughs> the, um, uh, I love I love it how how Zach's the one that said maybe maybe it went too far. The, uh, the, the Zach, you're the king of going too far. Look, here's the, uh, a buddy of mine showed me some shit about that show like not too long ago, and I'm like, I I never watched it as a kid because I didn't have cable, but I'm like, holy fuck. I'm, I'm talking about the short-lived Spike TV series, not the actual children's cartoon. Fair enough. Because there is a somewhat censored version, and then there is the how-it-was-intended version, and... 
well, Brandon, you told me a story about like the, like the making of was that Ren and Stimpy or was that something else? Where you told me it was Ren and Stimpy. I don't want to say the story here because I don't remember the specific details. So I don't want to accidentally False say some wrong information. Um, but I may look it up for a later time. Ah, right, fair enough. I just know that you mentioned like the producers. There was a giant fight and basically creative control the creator with... is um, not a very good person. Let's just put it that way. Ah, fair enough. Fair enough. The um, uh, somebody who produces children's television is a bad person. What? That's crazy. This is why we don't get into children's television because just no. <laughs> the um, uh, dude, that was like a, that was a Mad TV sketch one time. That was like literally making fun of like the, the like uh, uh the court like live court uh, shows like Judge Judy and shit. It was literally a dude on there who was like a producer of porn and children's animation and he's like he's like i have a very dangerous career and everything you know things are crazy he's like you mean your career in porn it's like hell no porn's really really safe children's animation's a fucking nightmare (laughs) (laughs) if you work for the creator of red and stampy it would be (laughs) like people are fucking ruthless and in the children's animation shit's crazy i could never do it i could never do it remember rocco's modern life oh my god yo did you hear they're doing a Saved by the Bell reboot? They actually released a trailer the other day. Oh, God. Fucking gritty. Oh, hell no. I, I took a look at it. It looks fucking... It looks modernized and retarded. I'm like, oh, this is... No. <laughs> dude, dude, Funny or Die does amazing things. Like, you ever watch the Zach Morris's Trash videos? You know... It's, it's I, fucking hilarious. I saw those pop up so goddamn often. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Dude, they literally go in and narrate it, and they're like, they 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 explain it with actual episodes. They go through an entire episode of Saved by the Bell, and they explain how Zach Morris is truly a terrible person, and it's hilarious, but so fucking true of how awful a human being he actually is. You know, that's one of like three shows I keep telling myself I'm gonna go rewatch someday. Uh, the three shows are Saved by the Bell, Home Improvement, because that show was fucking hysterical, and uh, Married with Children. <laughs> oh, dude, Married with Children is, is probably amazing. I watched the entire series of Home Improvement about five years ago, and it's it, I, I can't tell you how many times I, I laugh till I cry. Oh, I can't it, imagine. It, I, I remember watching it as a kid and fucking loving it. Then they put it on, like, Nick and Knight, and it was still amazing. I probably haven't seen the show in like 10 plus years, but I would love to go back and just rewatch it because that show was fantastic. It's, 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 it, dude, there were times, man, that I I couldn't breathe just crazy shit. The, um, a lot of fun of a show, like a lot of fun of a show. Yeah, I I would love to go back and rewatch it. Um, I hear Tim Allen's newest show is actually doing pretty good. Um, it is, it is. It's been transferred over five different networks, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, because of dumb reasons, from my understanding. But yeah, that's you know neither here nor there. But uh, but yeah. So any other horror TV shows that you can think of? Uh, yeah, that's a problem. I don't watch too many fucking television shows these days. <laughs> Did you ever answer my question about favorite Ash vs Evil Dead episodes? No, because I don't know. It's like, there really isn't one particular episode that I love over the rest. It's just a really good show. Like, I just, it's kind of like a flat line for me. The And did you also answer the question about uh, your favorite Goosebumps episode? No. The, <laughs> I, uh... I, look, if, if I'm going to pick a favorite one, it's either going to be, hey, kids, you got the time, or uh, Return of the Living Dummy 3 just because of Hayden Christensen. Dude, fucking a man. No, yeah. my favorite Ash versus Evil Dead moments. Okay. 
Yeah, uh, dude, uh, dad getting hit by the car. Thought that was hilarious. Uh, Ash getting his head shoved through somebody's fucking ass. The morgue episode. Yeah. I was gonna say that one's one of my favorites. Um, the uh, Ashy Slashy puppet introduction that was fucking hysterical. Yeah, really. Season two is just season- like season two in particular is just so great. Um, the final episode of season one. Okay. Yeah. Um. Like the I I really like those final three episodes of season one when they're back at the cabin. Like I just see those three episodes as just one whole thing. That's fair. But I also like uh, towards the end of season two when they go back in time to the eighties. That that might be my favorite episode. <laughs> Zach is Zach is unamused. The uh, so so it's Brandon time definitely. I just. Part of me hopes we get a game. Another part of me just is just like I'll even take another season because Evil Dead Mad Max sounds like a pretty awesome. Fucking I would video even take game. a comic book continuation. Like I have, I have a theory of how the series was supposed to go. Because um, if you if you listen to the season one commentaries, they were hoping to go for five seasons. So at the end of season three, he pretty much gets like incapacitated wakes up in the future and it's sort of like post-apocalyptic mad max ish you get from, a huge from the little mad bit, max vibe yeah from the little bit of the world you see you get a mad max vibe he gets his tricked out car the yeah. garage door opens it's like this futuristic looking garage and then it's nothing but desert and yeah, waste and the it's dark like, one because oh. the dark ones took over and everything so my theory was season four was going to be him in that future and or him traveling to different time periods because uh, you remember time travel is a thing in the evil dead franchise oh i am I'm very aware. much so i just I, I would rather them do that and, for season five simply because it's like i want to get a full season in that that whole space and world because i think that would be fucking awesome maybe um but yeah my theory is going to be either the whole seat the whole all of season four either in that timeline or multiple timelines with um his two psychics, Pablo and um, Dang it, Brandon, why are you so sleep deprived? What's her name? I can't remember any of their names. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember either. Ash and that's I am terrible with names. I am really ashamed of myself right now. I mean, you, you should be, but Kelly. maybe not for this. Pablo and Kelly. Um, yeah, I, I think they were going to be like different characters or different versions of themselves either in that time period or the other time periods and then season five would have been him after he got back to his rightful time and can actually defeat the dark ones he is the chosen one all is saved the end that's how i think it was gonna go i don't know i could see them passing off the mantle to his daughter oh yeah he did have a daughter yeah I feel like season five would probably be his daughter taking over his position and just essentially becoming him, which would be interesting. And then just kind of, you know, getting revenge for killing the father and then just mayhem would ensue, which would also be awesome. Yeah. The uh, So, Brandon, uh, you should uh, talk, talk about uh, your uh, horror uh, TV and such. I imagine we're going to hear about Creepshow a lot. So for my pick, we're going to take a trip to Wisteria Lane with actresses Terry Hatcher, Felicity Huffman, Marsha Cross, and Eva Longoria with the mid-2000s classic series, Desperate Housewives. 
Good night, folks. Horrifying, but for entirely different reasons. <laughs> also, I don't want to believe Brandon's watched it, but then again, he's seen almost everything, so it wouldn't surprise me. I have not seen an episode of Desperate Housewives. Yet you've seen Spice Girls a thousand times. I was literally I, just going to say that. that. That still amazes me how much you love the fucking Spice Girls. I, I mean, don't understand what's... You so... even made a public post about it, which blew my mind. I'm like, oh my god, maybe he has been yeah, serious this whole time. Yeah, Spice World is not on any streaming service. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it is a travesty, sir. A travesty. Yeah, he's thinking he's fucking with me, but no, he's actually being serious. He really loves the Spice I Girls. I don't know why you guys think I was joking. It's I didn't. It's a random thing. Dude, I did not. I thought he was legitimate. I, I you know... I like the Spice Girls too, but it fucking makes sense for me to like the Spice Girls. I do. I do. It's scary Spice is super hot. Whatever. Don't judge me. And my judgment is this: you're correct. Tia, <laughs> yeah, so the she's black, she's hot, she's English. That's a unicorn, bro. <laughs> it's a fucking unicorn. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> say, that's an interesting uh, observation. There you got, buddy. <laughs> Mark is under the influence of alcohol. So. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. He's not drinking whiskey like a real man. The uh, dude, I like vodka. It goes with everything. Uh... It's a pliable drink. Anyway, um, uh, besides Desperate Housewives, Brandon, what else you got? Um, well, I completely lost my train of thought there. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Dude, Spice Girls will do that to you, sir. I, I understand. I don't. <laughs> Who asked you? <laughs> anyway, Brandon, go ahead. Okay. Um, please refrain from distracting me, Zach. I'm very easily distractible right now. Ooh, in sleep-deprived state. Um, so I just want to touch on this for a little bit because I do actually want us to devote a podcast episode to this show, and that's The Twilight Zone, the original. Not the uh, sci-fi version? Um, Not the there 90s are multiple remake. iterations of The Twilight Zone throughout the years. Uh, there's the 1950s, 60s original. Then there was the movie in 1983, which is sort of a mixed bag, but there's some really good stuff in it. Um, then there's the mid-80s reboot, which... And Twilight Zone, the original, is it can be horror or fantasy or sci-fi or a mixture of two or three or of two or all three of them. It can be something different each week. Um, the 80s series still had that division, but I felt like it leaned very heavily into the sci-fi. All right. Um, so it didn't quite feel like Twilight Zone to me. Wasn't it also hosted on Sci-Fi? I don't remember. I think it was CBS. Was it? Oh, okay. yeah. I think the, the '90s one, I think, was on Sci-Fi. God, wait, that um, was a '90s version? I don't think none of them have ever been Sci-Fi reruns. Have been on Sci-Fi, but nah, Twilight Zone, I believe, in all of its iterations, has always been network TV, except for the most recent. But even that's on CBS All Access and CBS's network but they gotta go streaming now so everybody's gotta go at some point now with the way things are going so yeah which um so yeah in the 1980s series had some good stuff but it didn't feel like twilight zone to me and it definitely has a lot of that 1980s mold on it 
if you watch it now. Um, then the early 2000s season, because it only lasted one season with Forrest Whitaker as the um, narrator. Uh, I remember thinking there were some okay concepts in there, but it just felt very bland. Forrest Whitaker was a good narrator, though. And I actually just started today the newest uh, series um, hosted by Jordan Peele. Um, I think I'm four episodes in. Yeah, I'm four episodes in. Um, I have both positive things and negative things to say about it so far. And no two episodes share the same opinion for me. Oh, wow. So it's a mixed bag. It's a real mixed bag. Yeah, it's a real mixed bag. Um, I'll say full opinion for once I've watched the full season and maybe when we finally do our Twilight Zone episode like I want us to do. Fair enough. Um, But yeah, Twilight Zone, classic series. Uh, Favorite horror episode to me is Nightmare at 20,000 Feet from season five. Um, There's someone on the wing. It's William Shatner's perform as much as William Shatner's performance gets made fun of, it is arguably his finest acting performance. I believe like, it. He puts in a legitimately good performance in the show. Um, pretty much he plays a man who recently got out of a out of the hospital after a mental breakdown. He's going he's flying back home with his wife, and the plane's flying through a thunderstorm, and he looks out the window and there's a gremlin on the wing tampering with the engines. And he doesn't know if he believes himself or if he needs or he's trying to get people to see the gremlin too. But the gremlin hides whenever anybody else looks out the window. So he doesn't know if he's crazy or not. And it really is a story about a man just having to believe in himself, essentially. It's done really well. Um it was based on a short story by Richard Matheson and the episode was actually directed by Richard Donner who went on to direct The Omen and Superman. Nice. Which Superman? The Christopher Reeve one. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah. Um, the Gremlin costume does not hold up <laughs> at all, but if you listen to Richard Donner's commentary on the DVD and Blu-ray... Even back then, nobody was happy with the Gremlin costume. And since that was season five, basically, Twilight Zone's budget got cut every season. So season five was the last season, so it's at the end of, it, at the end of its run. So, yeah. Um, episodes were typically shot over the course of three days, but there was a mishap with the scheduling of the... Um, airplane set that they were using and basically the set got double booked i believe so they were left with only one and a half days to film the episode and at only half the time to film it and they they found that out when they were already filming so it's not like they went in knowing that they were going to have half the time so with all of a sudden getting hit with oh your time just got cut in half they actually put together probably one of the best looking best directed best acted episodes of the entire series there's a reason why it's remembered a coal uh, coal turns into a diamond um, under immense pressure yeah so so i mean george miller of mad max fame directed the remake of the episode that was the last segment in the twilight zone movie in 1983 and that starred uh, john lithgow 
with a much better gremlin makeup, um, which is actually kind of freaky. Um, that version is actually a little bit closer to the original short story. Uh, in the original short story, uh, the main character was traveling by himself. He wasn't with his wife or anybody. Um, so it is more faithful to the original story in that regard. And both versions are worth watching, as is the Simpsons Halloween special spoof of it. <laughs> yeah, I know you Season about five, that. I believe. Fair enough. The um, uh, dude, I know Rod Sterling. I dude, I, Rod Sterling is amazing. Yeah, I love the dude's voice. It's probably one of my favorite voiceovers of all time. The um, uh, but I know he got a lot of shit during the production of that uh, oh. thing because because people didn't see it, even though it was probably Star Trek and The Twilight Zone were probably the two most influential shows um of that time. They were breaking ground on on concepts and and things that nobody had ever talked about in you know mainstream society so he gets a lot of shit uh, got a lot of shit for that at the time and it wasn't until later when people really realized how much of a genius he actually was when it came to the show um uh, the um i actually saw one of the episodes from the from the early 2000s version it was it was a whole thing on the garden of eden um, uh, a male and a, and a female ended up in like transported to another world where they they were by themselves. And it was a whole thing with like a serpent and all this crazy shit. And I just remember it being very anticlimactic, climatic. Like it wasn't, it, there was nothing, they had no teeth. Um, uh, and I've, and I've watched a few of the episodes of the old twilight zone and that show has some fucking teeth. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're not afraid to go. Um, uh, the, the one episode I remember the most though, was that evil doll. Um, that would call the dude on the on the phone. The um, I always forget the name of that episode, but it's My it's name fucking. Is Bucky, Tina, and I'm going to kill you, dude. It's fucking creepy, man. <laughs> He's, you know, ugh, ugh. That's a season five episode, actually. Ah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, um, Sarah's a massive fan of Twilight Zone. She watches it. Um, uh, the every Christmas Eve they have a marathon. Oh no, I'm sorry. Every New Year's Eve they have New a marathon. Year's yeah, New Year's Eve. On Sci-Fi Channel, she watches it with her with her whole family. Um, that's actually part of the reason we relate to the bowling alley um, uh, on New Year's Eve. By the way, we got caught up watching Twilight Zone, but um, but yeah, it's a fantastic show. Um, uh, please go on to some of your other fabulous selections. I am going to talk about Scream Queens. <laughs> of course, you are. The um, uh, so Zach, we've now gone from Spice Girls to Cream to Desperate Housewives, to Scream Queens. Never seen Scream Queens, but I saw him watching it a few months back, so... It's a good show. Why is it a good show, Brandon? Um, so it's a horror comedy. Uh, the first season takes place at a college, and basically um, the backstory is there's a sorority that essentially let a woman die, let, let one of their sorority sisters die, as she was giving birth and now believed years later the child now grown up is dressing up as a red devil and murdering students at the college oh okay and the mystery is trying to be solved meanwhile the sorority is pretty much taken over by this girl named chanel played by emma roberts who is basically um how do i describe her rich instagram influencer gone wrong i i i thought those things already gone wrong um, more when, wrong. 
Oh, more wrong. Okay. I, I don't know how that could be much more wrong, but okay. Yeah. The, uh, I'll follow you down the Zach rabbit hole. Hate this show because he doesn't understand satire. Uh, <laughs> we've what? we've been through this. You know what? I need to return some videotapes. Yes. We we have we have one Brendan. He loves American Psycho. He wants to have like a million of its babies. Shut up, um, dude. We've already won, bro. It's the the contest is over. He loves that movie. But yeah, it's um, yeah, there's some really funny stuff in there. Like the Halloween special in season one is a two parter, and I just remember thinking the second part of it when they actually do a replica of the Shining Maze. Yeah. Wow. And it's hilarious. The little girl from Luminous Sunshine and Zombieland, she's one of the sorority sisters as well. She's basically Chanel number five. So Chanel, <laughs> the head sorority girl, basically takes away her minions' names and names them after her. So there's Chanel number two who gets killed. Chanel number three, uh, played by... Um, princess leia's daughter the uh anyway um so the maze um you realize like chanel number five is actually a fragrance by chanel right which is hilarious which is hilarious like as soon as she said she's like chanel number five and i'm like that's an actual fucking fragrance why is that a fragrance the uh because chanel is a brand of fucking perfume and there's literally a uh, one called chanel number five why is it called number five why couldn't it be seven because one because one through four didn't work out and number five did i don't know how dare they yeah oh and jamie lee curtis plays the dean at the college oh well that's just great the yeah. uh, that's just fantastic and the then, uh you've also got a uh, niecy nash of reno 911 fame what yes and she no hilarious yes one of the funniest characters in the entire series oh my god I, dude like literally just talking to, to, to Vinny yesterday about Rain on i and, and how much we love it you know yeah i'm gonna watch that show finally dude zach that is your show bro that is absolutely security officer who is very full of herself let's put it that way oh my god that makes me so happy the uh that makes me so happy zach that is the most un pc show you will ever watch in your whole life i'm Sounds not like joking i'm not joking it's it, it came of the 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 height of comedy central uh during the Chappelle show it was Chappelle show arena 911 south park daily show um uh you know crank anchors it was right there it was fantastic that's that's amazing and now i will watch that i will watch that show now that, that sounds like a good time it's a very good time uh, all required the uh although i might i might partake i don't know the <laughs> uh the uh so what else you got brother um remember courage the cowardly dog <laughs> <laughs> yes dude there's a lot of freaky shit dude there was a lot of freaky shit on that show like like I crazy shit slab or suffer my curse <laughs> I know, I remember. And then those giant spiders. Those are freaky. Oh, dude, I remember like the um uh like them I think it was like a like a giant alien chicken that was turning the, the his owners into like eggs. Um and then they, they were eating the eggs. Um it was fucking crazy. Like I was like, how much acid did the writers do writing this fucking show? 
Have you seen the art a lot? The uh, the and the answer is a lot. Yes, you are correct, Zach. But yeah, Courage the Cowardly Dog is absolutely a hundred percent right up there. Yeah, for the yeah, for talking about goosebumps and are you afraid of the dark? Courage the Cowardly Dog is right there. Yep, which it was actually based off of an Oscar nominated short film. What? I'm I am glad I know that now. Yeah, just like. Just like when I found out that fact about uh, about the hunt. Oh yeah, the hunt is directed by one of the co- original co-creators of Home Star Runner. <laughs> Huffy Puff Marshmallow. I did bit my marshmallow in the world. It's, no, it's 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 Huffy Puff Marshmallows. The uh, no, I fucking love Home Star Runner. Okay, that's random, but all right. The uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Anyway, um, uh, so what else you got, buddy? um that might have been it all right uh like i also have a list of a whole bunch of horror oh yeah there's masters of horror that's a mixed bag was that the one that you just uh facebook posted today no okay um oh yeah i did a facebook post about a shutter series called cursed films which is like a series of five half hour documentaries that goes into um, notoriously troubled productions like The Exorcist and The Omen. Those two episodes are really disappointing. But then the last three episodes about a uh, Poltergeist, The Crow, and Twilight Zone, the movie, those episodes were really good. The Poltergeist set was fucked. The um, uh, like what? It, like half their cast is dead. The uh, the um, I mean, what the the teenage girls dead? The, the young girls dead? The uh, the the one Native American guy's dead. There's like there's a bunch of people in that cast that are dead. It's not a curse though. Okay. Well, then there's also the shit that happened on set. Like, didn't they use a real skeleton for the? Uh... Well, yeah, they cause... actually do address that, and the effects makeup artist who is in charge of the skeletons there pretty much Money. the whole history of how skeletons have been used in movies since the dawn of movies. It's nothing new. Yeah, it's and it, and it's apparently not, it was also cheaper. Grow up is pretty much what he said. <laughs> Look, I'd be like, yo, that's fucking awesome. We got a real skeleton. Cool. What's his name? How'd he die? The brutal. <laughs> he didn't come with a fucking tag when I got him. Well, he the, should. Damn it! I want a history lesson. The um uh, no um uh, it will the right skeleton for the right job. Damn you. Well, fair enough. But um, uh, I remember when I watched the doc, you know, like a documentary on the behind the scenes stuff. It, it, I think he just said it's cheaper. Like that was the big that was the big thing. It was it's just yeah. cheaper to get a real skeleton than it was to actually make a fake one. That's actually really good to know. So I don't know the um uh, I don't know what the you know that was the 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 main jolts and then like the set like half the set burned down and like a couple a couple other things happened. A very very interesting movie. Indeed. Um, so I know that Zach had already mentioned this show, but I'm definitely going to bring it up because I, the show I've been watching for a long time and I've gone in and out of it, um, was uh, supernatural. Um, I know Zach, you know, considers it more of an action drama. However, it is definitely a, uh, monster oriented, horror oriented thing. Um, there's not a single monster they don't cover in that fucking show. Um, they're yeah, pulling they literally covered every single thing they have. They cover covered Harvey Weinstein. Uh, not yet, but I'm sure, I'm sure, but yeah, jokes have been made though about him being a demon. 
Um, uh, so I'd be surprised if there's at least a joke in there at some point. I could see it being a thing. The uh, I um uh, it dude it, um they really did cover everything, and not just in the United States legends. They went overseas. Um, other legends they covered Japanese lore. I mean, they they went through everything. Um, the uh, I mean, the, you know, when you start talking about Wendigo, Wendigos, and you know, Wendigos, Wendigos, shapeshifters. Um, uh, you know, they've covered every ghost, poltergeist, demon. They fought the devil, um, Zeus, Zeus, the yeah, all the Greeks, all the Greek and Roman gods, the Indian gods, all the demigods, uh, Loki. Um, uh, yeah, they, they pretty much covered fucking everything. Um, it's a great show. Um, the two main stars have fantastic chemistry. The guy who plays Sam and Dean. Um, it's a lot of fun. The only really disappointing part that I didn't like, and Brandon um, uh, reminded me about why this is a reality, is that classic rock is so much a part of that show. It's an instrumental part of that show. Um, uh, you know, Metallica, ACDC, Boston, uh, the list goes on and on and on of different um, uh, different musical acts that are in the show that they use as a soundtrack. And it's such an instrumental part of, of the personality of the show. And unfortunately, if you go on Netflix right now and go watch the show, it's all gone. It's all replaced by generic bullshit music, uh, which really upsets me. And actually, I'm pretty sure even if you go and buy the DVDs at the store, they're going to have the music released. I happen to have seasons one through seven that I bought when seasons when those seasons came out. This is before streaming was becoming a thing. And all of that old music is still intact, which I really appreciate because that's such a fundamental part of the show. That's the only part that really pisses me off. But for being a television show, it has pretty good effects. It has, um, uh, you know, I, for the most part, it's pretty good effects, um, good good monsters, good creatures, a lot of fun lore. The chemistry between the two characters, like I said, is fun. It's funny. It's heartfelt. Um, uh, it can um, it can be, you know, it, it definitely has its share episodes that are can be frightening. Uh, the action is really, really good. Um, it's definitely one of those series that I, I really high, highly recommend, except the only part that really pisses me off is that if you can get a hold of the original DVDs of this show, it's much, much fucking better because you at least still have all the music intact. Because when you watch the show, you will understand why the music is so important because these guys are such blue collar guys um, who were who grew up, you know, being around classic rock their whole lives. And they drive around in a 1967 uh, Chevy Impala uh, four-door uh, with one of the coolest trunks ever. Zach knows what I'm talking about. Um, uh, <laughs> it would make it would make Ash jealous, that fucking trunk, um, with all the shit that's in that in that trunk. They literally, when you open up the back of the trunk, it's 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 a it's basically like as they call it's it a, a hunt personal armory. It's a personal armory. They have everything well, to hunt Ash's everything. Trunk has a package of Depends undergarments in it. Uh, they don't have that, um, uh, but they're not as old as Ash. So I imagine if if the show continued, they probably would. Um, uh, the <laughs> the seriously um, though, in the season two premiere of Asteroids Evil Dead, when he opens his trunk and it has that quick little montage of him getting stuff out of the trunk, if you pause it and look closely, you can <laughs> see a package of Depends undergarments in his trunk. That is amazing. <laughs> I, I'm glad I don't know that. Um, but yeah, the the, the um. Uh, <laughs> fucking trunk is it's it's filled with all kinds of shit to hunt whatever the hell they're looking for that week um uh, is it is it a monster of the week type of show yeah is it awesome yeah definitely recommend it but if you can get the fucking dvds from way back when because and i'm sure you can buy it online somewhere 
Um, uh, you know, that's what I would recommend. They're worth the cost to buy those DVDs just to keep the music intact. And Brandon was educating me on, a, on a, an important point about music rights. And that's, and you brought it up with Freaks and Geeks, right? Um, uh, the DVD was twice as more expensive because they were able to keep the music rights. Yeah, they had to rebuy the music rights, essentially. So, and you're saying a lot of television shows didn't do that after a certain time, so they just let them lapse. I hear Wonder Years is one that got hit really bad by that. That sucks. The um, and I imagine this show was 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 no different because it did have a lot of music. Um, uh, the in uh, yeah, it's, it's it's disappointing. It's 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 disappointing that, that was the case. But um, but yeah, overall, really fun show. Um, and then the other show that I was going to bring up. Um, obviously, they talked about Ash vs. Evil Dead, Goosebumps, Are You Afraid of the Dark, which I all you know know very, very well. But the other show I, I brought up, per Brandon's recommendation, so he can pat himself on the back, um, was uh, Scream the Series. Ironically enough, produced by MTV. Um, just by that sentence alone, that show should be hot garbage. Um, oh, uh, yes. A, a television show produced by NT, a horror television show um, of a beloved franchise. Well, I mean, a beloved first two movies. Um, the, I like the, fourth uh, the third one. I like the, the one. Uh, oh, the fourth one's great. Yes. That's, okay, so we can miss. We can take out third one. Out. Third one is absolutely the best. And, yeah, and so is and, and Batman and Robin is the best of the Batman series. Okay, it truly is. I mean. It's- <laughs> in it and everything how good no screw, screw you guys but anyway the but again you know, just by all you people complaining about batman and robin ruined our chances of getting a batman 5 with nicholas cage as scarecrow you see look what you did there's an alternate no. universe out there where nicholas cage is both superman and scarecrow the oh god the uh now we're having dumb and dumber they, we would we would have even more shit to talk about. <laughs> Damn man, that'd be great. Well, yeah, blame Joe Schumacher. Don't blame me. The um, uh, but anyway, um, but yeah, by all those standards, it should be an awful hot garbage show. It is not. Um, it's actually. How are you? I'm I'm still going through the first season. Um, uh, the um, I've I've been working on it the last day, you know, day or so. Um, from what I've caught um uh, up until this point it's been great and um you know this actually leans more on the whodunit um uh, aspect of scream more than the pair you know the satire of scream it certainly has its fair share of satire um but it's not as prevalent um as season as a, two is closer to the tone of the movies Fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, season one that I've been watching, they make a few jokes um, uh, that I that I go, oh, I well, obviously you're fans. They make a, a, a Jaws joke was uh, was na- was made. Um, uh, there's plenty of other stuff, and for it, it's funny in the first episode, one of the kids literally says like he's like slasher movies can't be a series because it's a one and done. Like you know, like you know, series need to like take their time and and do that. But and at the end of the episode, he's like. He's like, well, if this is a real story, you'd have to learn about all these characters, and you got to give a shit. And it was it, that's the one meta satire that I really appreciated, and I was starting to see Scream show its uh, show its um its colors. But it's really good. It's it's got good emotion. It's got good characters. And the, um, the advantage of it being a series over a movie is the characters actually have time to mourn the fact that their friends are dying. Yes, and, and that's, and that's dying being murdered brutally. 
Yeah, and and actually, that you beat me to the punch, brother. Like this is the one of the first times then that that the, that the consequences of horror movies are actually talked about. Um, like they like during the uh, during the show in the first you know first couple episodes, you go to like two or three funerals. Actually, three funerals. The um of people that are dying in this town. So there are actual legitimate consequences of what goes on. Um, it it holds tension really well. It it, it holds interest. It keeps you engaged on what's going on, and and it has and, and and it got me in that mood of 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 a good whodunit type of story. Um, and but to Brandon's credit though, he what he did say like yes, Mark, it does have its MTV checklist moments. Um, and, and has the popular song of the day and has a few like, you know, drama uh, points that it has to do. Um, I agree with, especially with the song portion of it. I agree. But even with those sappy moment checklists, they're still good. Like at they, least you're watching it on Netflix. Whereas I watched this on MTV. Um, actually, oh, wow. I, sort of, I sort of split it between watching it on MTV or watching it on MTV.com, depending on if I was here in Chicago or if I was at my parents' house in New York, because I was kind of splitting time at that time. Mm. Um, but if you actually watched it on the TV channel, whenever one of those songs would come up, this lower third would come up on the screen. It's like, you are listening to this song by this person. Oh. Like, it just really takes you out of the moment when you have this huge MTV graphic coming up. And you're like, oh fuck you guys, really? The that's that's ridiculous. But yeah, I'm glad I'm not. I'm glad I'm not watching it on Netflix. I'm watching it on Netflix and not on MTV.com because that would suck a lot to have that type of, you know, to, that bullshit to deal with. But yeah, it yeah, it's definitely a good show. It's got it, it it's got some teeth to it. Um, it keeps your interest alive when it comes to whodunit aspect, and and the satire is good. Um, I cannot wait to see what happens in in season two. Um, uh, it, it's, it's, it's holding my interest, bro. And, and again, I, I have a special place in my heart for things that have every reason to be bad, but they're not the, yeah. uh, you, it has every right to be awful, but it doesn't, it has every opportunity to be awful, but it doesn't. And this is one of those perfect examples of, of something being effective and, and doing its job very well when it could have been, you could have just carried, carried the name into the you know into the fucking show and just made some bullshit uh, MTV show and it still would have sold just the same the um cuz cuz it has the scream name and it has MTV backing it and it would have been a you know a, 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 another CW fucking type show um and it would have stood on its merits by that then would have sold by that but instead they had quality people involved in it and they said no we're actually we actually like scream and we're going to do this right. We're going to actually bring something of quality to it. And we're going to have some fun with it. And it is fun. It is, it is a fun time. The, um, the kills are okay. Um, they're, I think they're a little bit more realistic, um, uh, you know, of that scenario. Like what they're not, one? Uh, like seven of season one. So, I mean, I, I imagine maybe. What was the last major kill you've seen? Um, nerdy guy's girlfriend gets killed. I'm gonna hold up a screen grab for you, which our audience cannot see at all. But have you gotten to? Is the camera gonna show it? Can Probably you see not. that at all? Probably should I just, not. Should I just text this to you? Yes, text it to me, and I, and I'll tell you if I've seen it or not. Probably not. Probably not yet. They're in the bowling alley right now. 
Because it's been a while since I've seen this. Check your Facebook, Mark. The, uh... Um... You're either going to say yes or what happened there. Uh, yeah, what happened there? Uh, okay. Not there yet. So you haven't gotten to the point where Scream got good. Okay. All right, cool. Gotcha. The, um, uh, so we'll... I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm hanging, brother. I'm hanging, man. I'll, I'll keep with it. The, uh, but, but again, it just really good series. Check it out on Netflix. Um, it's definitely worth your time. And then when you're done with that, watch uh, Scream Queens, which is, which is what I'm going to do after this. Yeah. Because I know it's also on there. Your homework is Scream Queens and Preacher. And also for the Scream TV series, I want to point out that the sort of local legend serial killer is named Brandon James, and my middle name is James. <laughs> and moving on the uh um uh, so yeah that's that is something um but yeah for the most part i mean that's that's pretty much it for the the shows that i've i've gotten i mean i've of course i watched you know quite a bit of x-files growing up and that's that has some super awesome um uh you know great moments in it uh horror wise as well and and yeah that's that's pretty much it for the most part the um but yeah definitely check out all those shows that are uh, that are on there um, uh, they have a lot of good recommendations I, and I'm totally with Zach and I think we're all in agreement. Um, watch Ash versus evil dead as soon as you possibly can. If you have not watched it, it is truly fantastic. No, no, no. What you want to do is you want to watch the original evil dead from 1981, then evil dead two, then army of darkness, then the evil dead remake, then Ash versus evil dead. You binge all that stuff in one day. I'm just yeah. think everybody's done that already. Cause if you haven't, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, the, why are you listening to us if you haven't seen the Evil Dead franchise? That's a good point. <laughs> so, that's well, that's uh, the if if you are listening, thank you. I, but, I guess our target audience would have already seen the series. Yeah, I'm but if you, if you are a passive listener, fucking check it out, man, because you because you're missing out. You are definitely missing out. The uh, it is a, it is a blast. The um, not as big a fan of the remake, um, uh, but I mean, it is good for what it is. Ash does appear for 10 seconds after the credits. Not even 10 seconds. It's more like five. Five, three, yeah. two. The, the, um, he, had to, he, had to take, he had to take a break from his filming on Sky High. Burn notice. <laughs> oh, I, I know. I, I, he, before that movie came out. I, I know. I'm being, I'm being facetious. I'm being he silly. He was on burn notice. That, yeah, I remember that. The, he was uh, robbed of an Oscar nomination for Bubba Hotep, if you ask me, but I'm just a lowly filmmaker with his own opinions. <laughs> that's yes, none I'm of right. my that's none of my business. So all right, I do have a question of the podcast. Um Right. Uh, you, I have a question of the podcast to get through. The uh and then we'll be done. Yay. The um uh so, so this one's uh uh it's all that I'm sleep deprived and Zach's drunk. The, I just, uh, he had Corona. He had a Corona. He's not that drunk. The, um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. His alcohol tolerance is very low. Fair enough. He, and his ADD is even lower. Um, uh, the, squirrels. Um, squirrels. Uh, so, all right. So if you had a, uh, a Gremlins 2 Batman Returns budget, um, what type of horror television show would you do that hasn't been done yet? Zach's got something. I know he does. <laughs> I don't want my answer out there. The, uh... <laughs> when I first saw it, I don't know why, but I'm like, what if I did a Jaws television show? 
You can go into the voodoo origins of Jaws the Revenge. There's so many places. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, God, that would be awful. Jaws, the holiday special. <laughs> Dude, holiday specials do not go well. We've already been through this. Oh, no, if I, if I had a fucking unlimited budget, I would absolutely do an Aliens Earth War television show. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. I know that that's been discussed. Uh, that's been talked about in our four-hour podcast of Alien on Alien Day. Yeah, give me unlimited budget. I will absolutely do that. The um, uh, I know what my answer would be. Go ahead. So, barring, like I said, I don't want my answer out there because my idea for horror series is actually something I do legitimately plan on writing, so I just don't want it out there before I've had a chance to even try to make it. Is it the Rakowski stories? <sighs> no. Damn. Um, Is it the Conway stories? No. The Krillowitz no. stories? No. No. Zach, shut up. Anyway, Brandon, go ahead. Um, but if I were given a budget to adapt something into a horror series, I would turn the manga Uzumaki into a miniseries. All right. It is about basically this Japanese town that is haunted by spirals. And it gets really sick and twisted and really weird. Like people get deformed, like their bodies just twist into spirals. There's this one girl whose head basically caves into this vortex black hole that looks like a spiral there's this kid who slowly turns into a giant snail because they've got the spiral shell and that was actually one of the more disturbing segments of the manga um one of the best if not the best horror comics i've ever read nice 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 the um was, uh, it was done by Junji Ito, who was actually involved with the Guillermo del Toro Silent Hill game before that got canned. Oh, fuck you, Konami. Yeah, that, that's pretty amazing. The, um... Uh, Reading uh, Zemaki. Very cool. Very cool. The, um, I'd probably do something with, uh, um, that isn't MTV-oriented, but I want to do something more with werewolves. I don't think it's, I think it's covered enough on, on television. Oh, what, they, you fan of teen wolf yeah yeah i was a fan of teen yeah exactly the um i don't want no part I of that watched an episode of that how is it it wasn't as good as some people say and it wasn't as bad as other people say it was just right there in the middle it exists fair enough fair enough i would rather make something that's better than just existing um and i think it's something that isn't talked about enough but if it was an existing property and they're kind of already talking about doing it or it's in the production i wouldn't I would I would dig doing a Gremlins series. The um, I know they've been talking about it forever, but I would love they to do are that animated prequel series. Okay, but I mean, not I would like. It's gonna be for Warner Brothers uh, streaming service. Oh, of course, of course. But yeah, no, I would want to do a, like a live action like the films. The um, uh, the I don't know how that would look in you know uh, how that would look or what it would be about. But I, I have a soft spot for the Gremlins, and I think that could be a cool thing to its, uh, you know, do into a show. And then obviously too, I would love to do the adaptation of uh, Alan Wake, the video game. 
because it's already done like a mini series anyway. So I would love to turn it into um, an actual uh, visual medium. But uh, but yeah, that's definitely one of them. But the Gremlins one, I really want to do because I love Gremlins. They're awesome. The um, uh, and then uh, you know, and of course Zach wants to do a series on Chud. <laughs> Just gonna give Bud the Chud his own fucking television show. Did you ever have the Gizmo Furby? No, I never did. The uh, that would be awesome though. You I would... say that like you want it. I yes, I do. Why would why would I not want that? Because it's a Furby. The uh, you know, gives a shit. The uh, I mean, you know, I, I'm not gonna go out of my way to go collect a bunch of Furbies, but the the Gizmo one I would definitely be down Those for. Those things don't shut up, Mark. The uh, I'll make it shut up. What what? The um uh, the yeah no I know I'll just put it in another room, or put it in a soundproof case. The uh, yes they're a thing, uh but but yeah yeah that's my 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 question. The um so any. Any final thoughts, Brandon? No. <laughs> Slowly slipping into the abyss. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this is an interesting time to be alive. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I have no sleep, no job, no money, no girlfriend, no prospects. <laughs> no walking a dog, no home motherfucker. The um, the ice uh, filmmaker, yay! The uh, I think that's the sentiment of everybody. The, Zach, any final thoughts? Uh, food. No squirrels, just food. No the food. The uh, I mean that that could definitely be that. Well, um, uh, yeah, it certainly is an interesting time to be alive. But um, uh, so without yeah. further. Without further ado, the two drunks and the sleep deprived maniacs signing off after <laughs> Mark tells you about our social media handles. <laughs> you can find us uh, everywhere at Midwest Horror Network. Uh, Network. Um, our uh, website will be up uh, as soon as it can be. But we, you can find them, uh, find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, um, all that wonderful stuff. Slasher, and Slasher, um, all that great stuff. Thank you very much for to giving us a listen we appreciate you and give us a like share and subscribe and tell your aunts brothers sisters uncles best friends all about us now you can sign off i thought we did <laughs> now signing off thank you so much guys take it easy good night everybody